friends. Welcome to the Unlikely Mentors Podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Mitzi. And each week, we'll share tidbits of wisdom we've learned through life and through our rather unusual friendship. Welcome to episode number 23. We are happy you're here today. Hello, everyone. Mitz, you and I run early. Let's just start talking about that. Like, today, we ran together. And we ran at, well, actually 6.30 today. It was, but a, late, when we it was were, a late one. A late one. But when we were both teaching, we would run at, what, like 5, 5.15? In fact, we have run as early as 4.30 if we need to run a long, like a two-hour run before school. We've, we've done that. And, and we would both prefer to run early as opposed to running late. Agree, agree. Okay. In fact, we're recording at 2 p.m. And Mitz, you just said, well, I'm kind of fading for the day. Hey, you're outing me. (laughs) I was like, it's 2 p.m., Mitz. (laughs) Okay. All this to say, you and I, we, gosh, we are morning people. And there's this old saying, which I really like. It says, the early bird gets the worm. And then there's another one who I found out uh, Ben Franklin said. He said, early to bed, early to rise, makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. And I would choose that, change that to woman. Um, So there's these two quotes that are very well known. And this is what we're going to talk about today. Early risers and night owls. Okay. And these names are like real things. I didn't make those up. So early risers, night owls. I 100% early riser. I love getting up early, getting my workout in, cleaning, mitts. This episode was, this topic was your idea. Explain to us why did you, how did this come to mind? Why did we, why are we going here? And uh, yeah, I'd love to talk about that. And actually I was running with another running friend, Cheryl Zuhl. You have another running friend? Well, just one, just one or two. (laughs) I'm mostly faithful to you. Um, Thank you. uh, Cheryl and I were running one morning and through the cemetery and she talked about being a morning person and I, and she said something like, you guys should do a podcast about that. And I said, oh, you know what? I'd love to do hey, that. Thanks, Cheryl. Yeah. yeah. So I think this is really interesting. And again, which I uh, ta- have talked about in other podcasts, I think it's just really important to know yourself and to know why you behave the way you do and know why other people behave the way they do just because it makes for better relationships. Even mm-hmm. if, if you know yourself, you can relate to others better and, and also knowing others. So I have to confess that, and I think Kelsey, you and I talked about this, that I have been maybe in the past a little self-righteous about mm. being a morning person. Like Same. The, the world is kind of built on morning people's schedules because the majority of people are morning people. School starts in the high school level at 7.30 or quarter to 8. I'm at the elementary at 8 or 8.30. Work starts at 8 sharp. The the world kind of wakes up at 6 in the morning and expects you to be ready to go, boots on at 8 o'clock. And so if you are not a morning person, you kind of struggle a little bit. And just I just want to give you some stats from a Gallup poll that I read, this was just a thousand adults, but they said out of those thousand adults, 55% identified as morning people, 15% identified as afternoon people, 20% identified as evening people, and 6% as late night people. 
So that's breaking it down a little bit more than we usually do, but clearly yeah. um, morning is 55 and late night is 6%. So again, right. that shows you that the, the majority are day people or morning people. Yeah. So where we get that is we, our bodies have an internal clock and each of our bodies has a preferred time of sleeping and everything that happens during sleep and before and after is all kind of geared around that internal body clock that we have. Can I can I interrupt you? It's called a circadian rhythm. Ooh. And actually plants also, I mean, all, most living things have a circadian rhythm. So like plants have a circadian rhythm. And if you take them to a different time zone, they will actually have some jet lag where they'll like plants? open at the wrong time of the day. Anyways, it's circadian rhythm. It little bio nerd stat for you. Real cool. I, I like it. I might need to learn how to spell that word. <laughs> okay. So yes, I'm a morning person and I want to give you an illustration of why it's important to know that you're a morning person if you are, and why I wish I would have known that when I was younger. So this, I've always been a morning person as I look back, but I I didn't even know there was such a thing, and I didn't identify that way. But there was, uh, when I was in college, I, I took mostly morning classes, and I didn't do that deliberately. I think I just did that instinctively. Mm-hmm. But one semester, I took an evening class, and I believe it was like a six to nine class. And the reason I took it was because it met once a week. You'd get the, it was a three credit class. You'd get it out of the way in one fell swoop, and then yep. cleared up my schedule during the day. Sure. So I thought no problem. Well, I hated that class. Every mm-hmm. day when I got up on the day of the class, I dreaded it all day long. It kind of ruined my day which I know is silly. And actually, I even skipped, I remember this because I didn't skip classes. I skipped class one night because I just didn't want to go. And here's the thing. Had I known that I was a morning person, I would not have scheduled that night class. Now, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. But um, if I had better knowledge of myself, I would not have scheduled that, nor would I have scheduled afternoon classes as I realize now. And again, instinctively, I scheduled morning classes like eight o'clock or that that was what I had. But I didn't know I did it because that was the best time for me. I just did it because um, I was going by my gut. Yeah. So Kels, what? Well, let me let me interrupt first for a second. So this is interesting. First of all, I know this about you that hardcore morning person because we like really I have two options to uh, record podcasts during nap time or after the girls go to bed at night. And after the girls go to bed at night, it's a non conversation. We're both like, no, seven o'clock at night is too late to have to be on and like, no, no. So yeah, when you have the choice to choose morning or, or in this case earlier, absolutely. Now, here's what I also was thinking when you were talking about all this is this, okay, people are now working from home or learning from home. And I wonder if this helps people actually, because they're not maybe tied so much to the eight to five schedule that like, they can be less productive in the morning and uh, like a night owl would be less productive in the morning. I know you'd probably still have meetings during certain times, but I wonder if, I, I don't know, but I wonder if people have shifted their work hours to like what suits them better. What do you, do you think, Mitz? 
I I have read that that has been a phenomenon because people can choose, and there is there are little tests you can take to find out not only if you're a morning or night person, but what is your most productive hours of the day. Okay. And for example, if my most productive hours are from nine to eleven, then I should schedule my toughest assignments during that time. Um, and not at two in the afternoon, um, we're doing today. So yeah, I think that's good to know that stuff. That's awesome. Okay. So when you mentioned this topic, Mitz, I did a little research because I was like, literally all I know is I'm a morning person. Like what, what's actually out there about this? Cause you kind of said like, you know, we think morning people are superior. We didn't say those words, but like, you know, that's the vibe. Well, that's kind of, I mean, both you and I admittedly are a little bit stuck up about being morning people. And so I was like, is that actually true? And so I did a little research and this time I did like the real kind where you start with Google, but then you eventually get to peer reviewed scientific journal articles. And it seems that many people have found the opposite of what we're talking about, like the opposite of Ben Franklin, who says early to bed, early to rise. This is actually not true. And so I'll, I'll talk about a couple studies. The first one, this group studied larks and night owls is what they called them. Larks, meaning the early birds. And first of all, the first thing I noticed when I was reading this paper is how they defined these two words. So they said larks are to bed before 11 p.m. and up before 8 a.m. And then owls were to bed after 11 p.m. and up after 8. And I was like, wait a second, wait a second. What about the people that go to bed at 8.30 or 9? Because, like, 11 to 8, that seems real late to me. You're an early morning lark, I think. I'm an early, early lark. I'm going to bed at 9 and getting up at 5, right? Mm -hmm. Like, anyways, so I was a little confused about that. Anyways, that doesn't matter. They found that owls, late night people, have the largest mean income and were more likely to have access to a car. And there was no evidence that larks were superior to any other sleeping patterns in their cognitive, in their cognitive performance or state of health. So that's... That does fly in the face of everything that I always thought. I assume that if you're up and at them, then you're probably going to be very successful at your job and you're going to have good relationships and all that. And actually, as you say that, um, I have found that, especially my more creative friends, they tend to stay up later at night Mm -hmm. and sleep in longer than I do. Mm -hmm. And these are really bright, very successful people. And they just have a different body rhythm than I do. And I, because I learned that, I have now so much respect for, well, respect for people that can stay up after 10, for example, and and they're getting stuff done. And like at eight o'clock at night, they start a project and they're still working at it at midnight. And I'm like, whoa, I could never do that. So props to you guys. When Chris and I first started dating and were engaged, first married, we would like hang out with friends a lot. And we had people over to our house quite often. And his friends gave me the nickname Sino Moon, like Kelsey Sino Moon, because I, I would never stay up late. I mean, 
they were being a little sarcastic, but I would always, I would literally sneak away from the party, not say goodbye to everyone, just sneak away and go to bed because <laughs> I was tired, but I didn't want people to like tell me to stay up later. And so this nickname still actually has stuck. They still call me this anyways. So yes, but I very similarly, like Chris can sleep until like nine or 10 in the morning and I'm up and doing a thousand things. And like, I'm a little judgy about that, but then I'm in bed at 9 p.m. He's probably doing this and that and the other thing. I just can't see it. So anyways, yeah, this is blowing my notions out of the water. Wait, so is this an apology to your husband? Um, well, like, yeah, okay. sort of. Okay. You could we'll, call we'll it that. It. Yeah. Okay, so there are a couple other articles that I, because, you know, research, I freaking love research. It's so cool. So anyways, here's another one I found. This one's PG-13. So if you have listening ears, just like turn it down for 10 seconds. The title is, Eveningness is related to men's mating success. So owls are more likely to have success at mating. They have more kids, essentially. And I'll let everyone just draw sort of their own conclusions about why that is. But interesting. That is. They also did a study of baseball players, and they found that owls had better batting averages than larks. And I think it has to do with, like, when games are played, because, like, there's a lot of afternoon and evening baseball games. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, owls are better at baseball, essentially. And then, okay, there was one study that made me feel a little better about myself. It said that evening types uh, consumed more alcohol more alcohol, nicotine, and caffeine, meaning coffee and, like, pop. They called it cola. While morning types consumed more caffeine from tea. And so I chalked this one up as, like, the one good thing about being a morning type is I'm getting caffeine from tea instead of things that have calories, like pop, and I'm not smoking or drinking as much. You're not drinking and smoking in the morning. Mostly in the morning, right? So that was interesting, and I. That, but that was literally in my little bit of research. The only good thing I could find about morning people. I, am I missing all the research studies? I don't know. We just got I, knocked off our pedestal, didn't we? Seriously. So, Mitz, how has your perception of the night owl changed? Um, and I, I actually have. I taught a I class at Lake many. Michigan College, and we talked about it was a study skills class, and we talked about this mm-hmm. because. I wanted them to know when would be their best time to study. And so I, um, I actually have given grace to people of all internal body clocks um, for quite a while. But it's, it, is a, it is a good reminder. And I will say that I was talking to Dave briefly about this, and I'm a morning person and he's a night person. And I said, it actually, for us, that works because in the morning I get stuff done and I'm not having to, you know, have conversation or work around him. And at night he gets stuff done and he doesn't have to work around me. We just have to make sure we, we have some overlap there. So, you know, we can do some uh, evening stuff. Things together. Right. Right. Yeah. So Mitz, do you feel like, like, can I change this about myself? Should I try or should I just say, listen, I'm a morning person. I'm never going to make as much money as the night owl. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, I have read that you can, change. Um, you can adjust and adapt somewhat, but basically you're kind of born with that okay. biorhythm or circadian rhythm or whatever you, you call okay. it. So I'm going to make the most of it. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. Listen, I feel like I just, I do. I need to make a public apology to the night owls everywhere. I, I was a little judgy before my research and I hope that you will still share all your extra money with me. (laughs) Um, so which are you listener? Are you a lark or an owl? Do you like coffee or tea? Tell us on Instagram this week. If you haven't left us a review for the podcast, will you do that today? Like right now you could just go and find podcasts on iTunes and just Give us those five stars. Maybe write a little ditty about why you like us. If you were going to give us a one-star review, then just forget I said that. And, like, let's move on. Either way, thank you for listening. We hope you have an awesome week. Thanks. Bye.